The Defense Department has been pursuing several ways of getting its contractors up to snuff on cybersecurity. The latest initiative is something called the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification. We get more now from Alan Javotkin, Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. Alan, tell us more about this initiative, which would, I guess, pretty much apply to almost all your members. It would, Tom, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, The CMMC, the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, is an effort to combine various cybersecurity control standards that are already out in the marketplace applicable to government contractors. Uh, This would be available only, uh, applicable only to the Department of Defense, uh, but it's an effort at uh, trying to measure how far along uh, a company is in their cybersecurity practices and it, and and to identify from the department of defense out uh, what level of security cybersecurity they're going to insist that their uh, vendors have before they can do business with the department and the maturity model just by the title of it sounds like something coming from Carnegie Mellon University well and precisely right uh, Carnegie Mellon uh, the software uh, Engineering Institute, uh, well known for the work that they did in software, and they're now uh, one of the leading organizations that are helping to build this uh, maturity model for cybersecurity. And it'll operate in much the same way that many uh, companies are familiar with the CMMI process for software development, various levels. The vendor, the buyer, the Department of Defense, or specifies the level of uh, capability that they want in software, the, so too here with cybersecurity, depending on the nature of the program and the information to be protected. And what is the status of it? Is the maturity model itself finished and extant for people to adopt? It's not ready yet. It's still in development, though the department hopes that it'll have uh, their uh, model out in draft form uh, within uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, and hopefully have it finalized by January of 2020. Uh, thereafter, they'll begin to um, uh, release that uh, into various requests for information and then uh, start applying it in uh, new solicitations sometime in late 2020. And what will be incumbent on contractors to be able to say they have CMMC certification? Sounds like there's some sort of well, a third party that might have to weigh in here. That's exactly how they're going to plan to do that. There wouldn't be the resources in the Department of Defense to undertake that. In fact, I'm not sure that there would be the resources available in the near term to apply it to the entire uh, 300,000 companies in the uh, defense industrial base. But it, it is just through that mechanism. A third, One or more third-party certifiers will be identified who will work through and validate a company's capability along those uh, maturity model uh, benchmarks. Uh, We see that in CMMI. We see that in some of the ISO standards and other uh, ANSI standards for uh, the marketplace. Third-party vendors uh, engage in that uh, review process and validation. The third-party reviewers are approved by the Department of Defense in this case or uh, some other ways that they'll be uh, approved to put that seal of approval on the company. Um, And then as the department is uh, procuring, they'll use that certification, that uh, document, as a validation that they meet the standards required. We're speaking with Alan Chavotkin, Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council.
And often there's some cost involved to companies that obtain certifications at this level because my experience in reading some of the documents is they're pretty demanding. And is this going to just be a cost of doing business with the Pentagon for companies that, that seek this? Well, it's certainly going to be a cost of doing business uh, to get that certification. Uh, I don't know that there's been any real conversation, at least not that I'm aware of, of uh, what the cost is going to be. Uh, But I'm sure the third-party certifiers are going to incur cost or charge for that that service. Uh, And will it be reimbursed by the department? I hope so. Uh, There's clearly been uh, senior leaders in the department uh, reinforcing that cybersecurity costs uh, are recoverable. They're an allowable cost. That's uh, a good signal to be sending. Uh, But there's uh, lots of questions still to be asked along the way. And, in fact, we're going to ask uh, some of those questions ourselves. Um, We're going to host a webinar uh, this week on uh, the CMMC on, uh, on the 17th. And uh, we, we hope to explore with our members and others uh, some of those questions. All right. And uh, also happening this week is possibly the House wrapping up its work on the National Defense Authorization Act. And in the Senate, they said they're going to have a hearing on Mark Esper to become the Secretary of Defense. This would be a six or seven month period of having an acting Secretary of Defense a lot of turmoil in the market right now. Well, there's a lot of turmoil in the leadership. Uh, but the, from the industry standpoint, the, the good news is that we have appropriations in place and the spending is taking place. Uh, proposals are being, uh, solicitations are being issued every day. Proposals are being submitted. Awards are being made. So I, I think there is some element of uh, attention to the senior leadership in the Department of Defense and the where they're going. The Senate Armed Services Committee is uh, scheduling a confirmation hearing for uh, Mark Esper to be the Secretary of Defense. I think that's scheduled for uh, the 17th as well. So uh, it, they can move that uh, forward. And the, the goal is to try to get him confirmed before the Senate takes its uh, August recess, if they take one. And so, yes, it would be important to get senior leaders in place. It's very important for the country, very important for the leadership of the Department of Defense. Um, Maybe a little uh, interesting, but uh, less critical of the day-to-day operations of the industry. Sure. And now we are into the the final fiscal quarter for 2019. Does the buying spree, which is probably exaggerated on the civilian side, but there is some degree of increased spending as company as as the government reaches the end of its fiscal. Does that also happen in the defense market? Very much so. Uh, we've looked back over spending of the uh, quarter by quarter, uh, going back five or six years in the Department of Defense, and there is always a significant uptick in uh, fourth quarter spending. And I suspect it'll be even higher this year. We continue to have uncertainty, uh, unfortunately, about what the fiscal 2020 plan is going to look like, uh, even here in the middle of July. So we're only uh, two months away from the start of the the next federal fiscal year, two and a half months. So uh, I think agencies are going to commit whatever they can, both on the defense and the non-defense side. And so the traditionally spending about a third of all of the, or obligating about a third of all of the funds in the fourth quarter uh, might be understated in this uh, federal, at the end of this federal fiscal year, in any event. But regardless, we've got a long, hot summer coming. 
still. I think we'll have lots of opportunities to talk about it, Tom. Alan Chavotkin is Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. As always, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, Think twice before sending money through an app or online.